This is exactly right. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kulgara. We are leaving the uh, Rite Aid on uh, Vermont and Hollywood Boulevard. And we're going to do a podcast uh, that we're going to put up and let you listen to um, in a timely fashion. We are currently doing that. That's what we're. That's why we started talking the, is because that's the plan for We are this. recording this and you're listening to it. And that was the plan. That was what we wanted. Yep. We so. are, what you're listening to now is the current following through of a plan that is in full force. And the thing was, is last week we had the exact same plan. We followed through in the exact same way and it still it didn't come together. It's uh, one of those classic cases of technical difficulties. Very real. I'm not sure what the difficulty was specifically... But it did exist, and it was only a partial recording, and uh, we disappointed our troops as a result because it was our Memorial Day episode, Yeah, uh, which I will always remember to never forget that we lost that episode. <laughs> and we broke many, uh, many veterans' hearts in the process, and then many uh, lay people, street civilians, um, were, were deeply brokenhearted, and were very important. I, I mean, part of me, I'm being serious. I, oh. I, I mean, not that I'm calling you out. <laughs> we were both speaking in jest, and now I'm going to say that that day I did look at some pictures of my grandpa. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because he served in what? The army? He, uh, the big one. The big, oh, I, I guess they're all pretty big. The, yeah. the deuce, you the know. The divot too. Um, I have a hat that says USA back-to-back World War champs. <laughs> so I wore that hat. And uh, and then I also looked at pictures of my grandpa who did uh, storm the beach at Normandy. Holy and, shit, really? Yeah, that's that scene in uh, Yo, yeah. Saving Private Ryan where they're on these armored boats yeah. and just jumping out, not knowing uh, what's happening. And there, most most of the people got killed. Yeah, it was uh, the the way they shot that, which I believe, if I'm remembering, it's Saving Private Ryan. It's so scary because they're all just sitting in that boat. It's, it could have been the thin red line, though, but I think it was Saving Private Ryan, where you feel like you're, you have to do it, too, and it's so awful. Yeah, it's horrifying, and I remember the only time my grandpa talked about doing that was after having seen the movie, which he, uh, if anyone who helped make that movie, my grandpa said it was very authentic, Aww. and uh, and he just said one thing about his, his friend's head uh, dismantling. I don't know, no. it, and, but that's the only thing he ever talked about. So awful. Uh, but he had a—is it a silver heart? There's like a purple heart. Yeah. Which I have a joke about um, my dad getting, but it was just a Polaroid of him squeezing his own balls. <laughs> that's a joke I tell on uh, stage. On comedy stages? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Some of the better ones. Right. The ones that are ready to hear me push the envelope. Yes. Um, but I'm not proud of it. I think it's funny. <laughs> but the silver heart is the another. Or a silver star. Something silver. Silver star I've heard of. That's a Polaroid of uh, my my <laughs> grandfather pouring mercury onto his butthole. That, that one I just made up. I mean. That was improv. Well, you know. I like to fly by the seat of my pants. And, yes. I'm glad you did. 
Uh, so this was our this is our memorial episode of Memorial Day. Yes, uh, so we are remembering the Day of Remembrance and of the, in the fallen episode. And we're also doing that classic thing where so far during the podcast we've pretended the guest is not yes, currently in the back. It's so seat. uncomfortable. It always is. It feels terrible. Usually, I don't like doing it to people because I don't like it when I'm oh, there. Who's Whoa, there? Hello. Yes. Yes. Hello. Who's this? the car can i get a ride <laughs> oh but of well, course do you need a ride? of yeah. course thank yes. you thank you for joining us ladies sir. and gentlemen it's nate fernald yay have we ever had an applause break no usually right. i'm holding a bob barker mic oh that's right i'm i'm only the only one that can't because i'm loved yay nate fernald one of my favorite people hey nate hello how are you? I'm very good. Oh, this person's Whoa. hitting us. What? What the? I don't know. Honey. Oh, she she had a look of fear and Honey. sorrow on her face. She was totally regretting that she did Her reaction was appropriate and as was yours. You could have gone to anger. So is it dangerous recording a podcast in a car? It, it, you know, it's a funny time and uh, appropriate that you asked just then because we did <laughs> almost get in a literally, car. Literally, that was inches away. I'll have you know, Nate, no one has died on our podcast. Yes, that's a guarantee okay. that that's never happened. That's a guarantee that hasn't happened thus far. Yes. That's well, right. About guarantee to he's kill on. on your podcast. Ah, shit, y'all. <laughs> uh, that uh, was kind of funny. Yeah. I would like to say that every time we have almost been in an accident, it's because like exactly like that, someone's almost hit us. Yeah, yeah. That was you were one hundred percent in the right on that. Yes. Move. She she did not. I think maybe she thought those parked cars were just a string of traffic. And she was rushing to yeah. get in line. She was in the uh, right turn only lane next to us at a light. Yes. yes. And, then and then when we went through, she was trying to go into the lane. Classic poor driver move. Yeah. She looked genuinely shocked, though. She, was, she seemed very scared. And yeah. I think she's going to be nervous driving for the rest of the day and will be extra careful because of it. For the best. So and it all turned out. And any ill feelings, any blaming herself that she might be doing right now, deservedly so. Yeah. Wait, did I honk? Yep, you, you did, did. Okay. and and I'll add that her window was rolled down, so she really felt it. Yeah, but I think uh, only because I so that she would stop driving into my car. Yeah, it was an anger after the fact, right? Right. No, it, no. The okay. second you beeped it, it was a very reasonable beep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she realized what was happening. She stopped her car, gave like a kind of apologetic. She was wave. She gave puppy yeah. dog eyes. Okay, good, good, good. And you went, and oh, then, honey. And, <laughs> see. <laughs> And then she put a gun in her mouth and then she her Yeah, that was something right. I saw in the rearview mirror. Yeah. It's, it's a it was sh- real upsetting. But. Yeah, on the way out. But, but LA is a safer place because of it. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think if you do mess up in traffic, taking yourself out is the most responsible thing to mm-hmm. do. It's, it's the easiest way to get off the road. Yeah. Yes. Is, is letting yourself. Up. Let's go back into the Nate's introduction and yes. and how excited we are that. Before we were rudely interrupted. Stand up comedian, actor, writer. Uh, you may recently have seen him on the television show Louie as a young comedian, right, Nate? Mm-hmm. You didn't play yourself on that show, I did, did not you? play myself. What was your character's name? Uh, Bart Folding. <laughs> and you were just kind of a not-that-great-stand-up comic? A terrible stand-up comic. <laughs> and I haven't seen this episode. Does he tell you you're not great? He tells seems... me I'm terrible, and he tells me that I should quit. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. And your feelings are hurt? Yes. And it's awkward. Now, if I explain the rest of the episode, it's kind of a spoiler, so I don't know if you want me to or... Ooh, it has not yet aired? It has aired. It aired a few weeks ago. Well, but maybe just we'll tell people to keep an eye out, because I've heard other people rave to you about how much they love that episode. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, It was a a really fun episode. I was really uh, excited to be a part of it. That's exciting for me to hear about. Uh, Did you... I was just going (laughs) to say, did you... Uh, how many things have you acted in, like, on TV before that? Um, I think that was probably, like, my fourth or fifth thing. I mean, but that includes, like, commercials. Right. right. So. Oh, I've seen you. The, is it Okinos that you're uh, in? Yeah. Uh, Dan and Oikos, triple zero. <laughs> uh, zero fats, zero carbs, zero sugars. Uh, 25 grams of protein for that extra protein punch that you need. To start your day. Hi. Wow, I'm sold. Do you guys, a good yogurt. This yogurt has protein in it, so it's not just for women anymore. Yeah. Now men can have yogurt too. Finally. This is a big part of Dan's rebranding to let men know that they can also eat yogurt. 
Um, and that women, oh, that's why yeah. you catch a cheerleader as a nerdy yes. grocery store clerk yes. because like you are you are now taking on the Okinos Greek yogurt yes. lifestyle. It's Oikos, Karen. Sorry. It's Oikos. <laughs> Okinos is a uh, it's a vacation spot in northern New York State. You know what I was thinking is my favorite song, Kokomo. Sorry. Oh, way down in Okinos. <laughs> that's um, where the fruit is. Well, oh. the funny thing is in the commercial, like. Uh, there's a football man in it. Um, a football playing a f- man? Football playing man. Oh, sure. An athletic Pro- Professional person. athletic. And <laughs> a sports guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is and it Papa John? He is Papa John. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's, like, telling all about this yogurt. And then I am just this scared little stock boy. And I come up and I'm like, but will it up my game? <laughs> <laughs> and then after I ask that, a beautiful cheerleader lands in my arms just drops out of the sky into my arms mm-hmm. and I'm pretty psyched and then he looks at me and he goes nah man <laughs> so I guess it won't up your game oh wow is yeah. he is that was that supposed to be a comedic turn no that was rift and they kept it oh yeah oh okay. that he said nah man he said nah man well then what then, then did you have to drop the girl cause it did up your game you uh, just caught a cheerleader he yeah, took he her from negated. my arms and just went to town oh my oh, god weird. right there in the right there. how long is this commercial yeah, yeah it's very, that doesn't you know, sound you like you may see the edited version on TV but <laughs> but there's wow. some dirty shit that takes place yeah wow after he riffed the line nah man I went but we can still hang right <laughs> did they leave that in they did not leave that in Those oh dicks. man I know that's really funny I just got done shooting a commercial last week and I know that everything that I said that I was proud of will not end up in it and um, because there's a lady with a stopwatch yes saying speak faster it has to be under 30 seconds and uh, yeah. I know it's going to be the short scripted version. Oh, that sounds high pressure. Yeah, it was high pressure. I got covered in ants. I got bit by the ants. Oh, God. Look at this bite. That's just, They just covered me with ants. Karen, you look at the road. We'll look okay, at the okay. bite. <laughs> the bite hurt. I have I have other on my torso. Karen, look at the torso. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. All right, Karen, pull over and let's check out Yeah, the, let's do a full bites. body scan on Chris. <laughs> oh, and I got leeches. They were fake leeches. Thank I God. Pre- I had to pretend to wrestle piranha. What if you got leeches and then and then when they they're real and then they took them off of you and you were like a hundred percent totally healthy? Right. None of your bones hurt. You know, I was making those kind of jokes and they apparently they still do leeches for mostly beauty. You know, like your Gwyneth Paltrow types will get leeches on their on our kidneys or something. For real? Yeah, you know, like dumb people do it. Oh, I see. I see. see. Okay. That's like um, Candy Spelling. Tori Spelling's mother used to have water from Mexico shipped up so that she could drink it and get diarrhea and then lose weight oh my lord that was a common uh, practice in the 80s there's so many domestic ways to get diarrhea i know she wanted the most exotic ones see i want montezuma's i want to know how to not have diarrhea oh Oh. weird do are you do you want to get fat i mean (laughs) that doesn't make any sense this is a the diarrhea generation i'm just that's my dieting tip just be so nervous you always have diarrhea yes i think that's how a lot of people do it yeah Mine is to uh, be uh, careless with chicken preparation. <laughs> That's how I stay fit. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just cut myself deeply, let the wound uh, get exposed to dirt and germs. Karen. Uh, and then get a, get a kind of a, a deep staph infection. Oh, God. Then they have to go in and dig out bone. Oh, Jesus. Which is just nauseating to talk about. You're getting rid of heavy bone? Yes. I, I mean, because I'm big boned. Oh. Like Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love lasagna causes. Oh, don't get me started on lasagna. Let's not get started on Garfield jokes. <laughs> we just did some lasagna pizza in this box right here. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's what? Real yeah. good pizza. Do you want some pizza? There's pasta on the pizza? No, it's just... It's oh, just, no. It's that, actually not very lasagna. I don't know why they call it lasagna pizza. It's I, more like meat and cheese pizza without yeah. the noodles no noodles no oh, noodles. That, that makes me as mad as chicken pot pie soup everything but the crust <laughs> the only good part yeah it makes me furious every time i see that wolfgang puck lie soup he's got a such a punchable face that he, he is the most he is his face is like a target for yes. punches for punching what does no staging on fig mean Oh, um, it's uh, it's an old theater term. 
um, back when they did. I don't know. I'm actually not sure. Because that flashing sign just said no staging on Fig, so. Do they mean Figaro? We're on Figueroa right now. Oh. But they just call it Fig? I mean, maybe the sign burnt out? And also, what's staging? Yeah. That's a cool sign. Staging? Does that mean, like, (laughs) stopping in the road and posing confidently? Yeah, please don't do that, because you will get... Uh, murdered by cars. Yeah, is that that's like a Fast and Furious type phrase. Yeah, we're riding on Fig right now. Yeah, we're, we're straight on Fig. We're going to go downtown and just drive around this horrifying downtown part of Los Angeles. You know what? During the day, it's not that this bad. Is, what is this? This is terrifying. It, you're just driving down the street, and then all of a sudden, it becomes the wrong way? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, what the... F- this is one of the most poorly designed uh, moments you can have in Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. There's no, all of a sudden, no and the only option to our right here. It's to get on a freeway you may or may not want to be on. Yeah, the 110, which you kind of never want to be on. Oh, I hate those accidental freeway moments. Yeah, they're pretty upsetting. Does the 110 go to Santa Monica? The No, the 110, you can use it to get to the 10, which will then take there you to the Santa Monica. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, it's very confusing. I'm learning, I'm learning. You, you're learning just in time to leave. Yeah, you, I know. We, and you are, when are you, we aren't taking you to the airport, right? Uh you can if we want to do if we want to do this <laughs> podcast again. When is your when is your flight? Uh, Tuesday night. Okay, or you Wednesday don't night. Okay, Wednesday. that, that we'd yeah. be dropping you off way too early. Uh, no, I, I rented a car, so yeah. Oh, terrific! What'd you get? Uh, I got a what's the H car? That's Hyundai. Not, that's not is because this is a Honda. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. it's a Hyundai then. Uh, yes, I yeah. I pronounce every <laughs> syllable. It's a Hyundai. Every consonant uh, vowel. Ak Kent Ak. Second. Wow. Yep. Wow. I haven't seen that move since DC Cab. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say with the uh, Chaz Palminteri movie where he drives backwards all the way to the bar. He's the gangster. Was that a Bronx Tale? <laughs> I don't know. It's I love it. It's one of my favorite moments of any movie. He just drives in reverse to the bar that he works at to impress a person that's in the car with him what's, to show that he's the king of Brooklyn or wherever. What's they are. the craziest thing you guys have seen on the road while doing this podcast? Um, there was a couple crazy things happened during the Todd Glass episode. I think that's yeah. both that we would both mention that. One was I and I did roll down the window and taunt. Uh, there was a guy riding a bike on a fixed gear bike, and he was being very strange and cocky and weaving around. And I rolled down the window and said, "Yeah, we get it. You're on a bike or something." And he pulled off his U lock and chased us and we we were stopped at a light and he took a swing at uh, Karen's mirror trying to knock off the mirror Whoa. and yeah. launched into traffic and could have gotten killed but he didn't and right when we were um, done uh, talking about that we saw a horrible fight that ended in a knockout at a bus stop. Oh my god. Yeah yeah and so we just because this is only audio uh, we'd had to. Oh my God! We just saw a guy. <laughs> I know. His I head say, no, it's got to be a frustrating thing to listen to. <laughs> his eyes rolled back. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> what I love is sometimes when I listen to, the, to episodes and just like what will happen when like that lady almost hit us, where there's a totally normal conversation where people are talking about stuff, and then everyone just starts yelling all at once. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's one thing that I think I think people like about our podcast is there's sudden uh, outbursts of fear. Just yeah. while you're in the middle of talking about the latest, uh, now, I yeah. know a lot movie. of people listen to podcasts while driving. Do you think they listen to this one while sitting? We've heard that like... they they listen to it while driving, also, huh. and then uh, double driving. Yeah. yeah, and whatever happens in the car, you know, oftentimes like in a radio commercial, it's so horrible when they do this. Like there will be a honking noise or a siren on a rap song or something, and you freak out and almost pull over. I guess people have that same experience with our podcast. Has so anyone real. ever done like a riff tracks type thing where they were like they get the route that you drove and then <laughs> they listen to that episode and drive <laughs> the same How route? Could you? And the routes it? that we use are like it's basically me just going where I want and then at some point realizing I now have to get back to where we started. Right. It's be- so random. Because we, you know, we every one of our rides has to last exactly an hour. Uh-huh. Or we try to make them last an hour. When we don't, when we do the ones like that. Now, wait, Nate, do you, in New York, you don't have a car, right? I do not, know. So you just, you're just public transit, like uh, every normal I do person. a lot of biking. Do you really? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. But I'm, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to swing my U-lock in a mirror. 
no. What's the no. craziest thing that's happened to you biking? Yeah, anything? that's got to be horrifying. I yeah. bike super defensively, so I actually haven't had much. Like, the only thing that happens is like you know someone opening their door and not looking, or someone like turning right and not looking in the bike lane. My yeah. mom broke the arm of a lunch lady at my school that way. Oh God! Turning right in front yeah, of. Uh, she threw open the door on her Volkswagen yeah. bus, and this old she was elderly. She hit the door and broke her arm. Ugh. I I don't bike super fast, and I am like, I'm always like looking. Like when I'm biking along, like I look in the cars to see if there's people in them. Good. And then if I see a person in them, I kind of like go a little wider. So I haven't had too much crazy stuff. Like Good. I've had more crazy stuff happen when I am just walking and a biker's being a dickhead. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, well, I'm I'm really impressed because I, I find this to be a horrifying city to ride a bike in. But in New York, I found it was horrifying just to be in a cab. I, yeah. <laughs> car they they really move really fast. All the cars are close together. It's hard to get used to, it's and crazy. I can't imagine being a bike I trying drove, to be Dave in the middle Raff, of all that. Um, who we most people know, uh, I drove with him. He drove an SUV in New York City one time. To, so expertly and I was like how are you doing this I don't even know like nobody wow. is obeying the actual rules of the road I don't understand what's happening and, like he was just like gunning it up 7th Avenue it was crazy wow I, I hate driving in New York it's crazy yeah. I mean it's just a very specialized skill I think that surprises me about Dave because one time he was my manager for a little while one time we all went to Mammoth Mountain me and, and, and Morgan Murphy and this guy Zeke Pystrip, who's my friend, and uh, I separated my shoulder severely snowboarding, and I and I drew I have a shifter car, you know those shifter cars, <laughs> and I was the only one out of all those adults that knew, you know, how, to knew how to drive a stick shift. Oh, I learned on stick shifts, and and I said, please, could someone drive my car back for me? My arm is in a sling, and they said, sorry, man. We only drive automatics. And I said, how do you call yourselves grown-ups? <laughs> Seriously. That's and so lame. That's would, the last time I saw all of them. Good. I had a one-time <laughs> car valet job once. And anytime someone dropped off a, a stick shift, they had to wait for me <laughs> to get back. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's great. Car so it is common. It's surprising to me. But Yeah. It, it's surprising to me, too, because I grew up... My dad loved Volkswagen Bugs. So that's we always had one, and right. that he made my sister and I learn to drive. Yep. I learned in that Volkswagen bus, yeah. and it's not the easiest shifting experience. Yeah, no, it's really it's like you're, it's like you're um, driving the most pared down version of a of a standard shift car. It's like you can see the gears almost. Right. And he taught me how to, like, do it by ear, and he would get really livid if I would lug the engine. So, like, I can't... Have you ever driven with someone who kind of doesn't really know how to drive a stick shift? Mm -hmm. So they, like, lug the engine the entire time? Well, I... When I first had my stick shift car, I was not totally comfortable driving it. So I would wake up early to go to school before my mom left for work and just take her car <laughs> and just leave her with my stick shift. You're like, uh, this is your problem now. <laughs> and, uh... Where did that? Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Boston, but then I moved to a suburb of Boston, and that wasn't that was right near the Okinos. Near the Okinos. O- o- yeah, yeah, the Yogurt Valley. I uh, uh, no, I know o- that area. I know, <laughs> I know that area. Yogurt Valley is so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just really sounds like an unpleasant living experience. It would smell so sour in uh, the yogurt on valley. a sunny day. Ooh, Ooh yogurt Valley. But did I tell you my big story from from set from the yogurt set? No, I don't think so. So I hope I can talk about this without breaching any contracts. I was told to pull out, uh, pull down all the photos on Instagram today. Well, so... Just when warning you. We filmed in... Well, the commercial's already aired, so I think it's fine Oh, okay. Now. No, you're yeah. free to talk about uh, it. So, there was... We were filming in, like, an active grocery store, but we had, like, the back blocked off where we were, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of extras who had, like, the new product logo on their jerseys, <laughs> and the, the Danny guy was like... Hey, if if you're not filming and you're walking around the grocery store, make sure you cover up that logo because we don't want people taking photos and tweeting out our new logo before our commercial goes out. 
and everyone's like, who the fuck is going to be like, oh, new Danon logo, sick, gotta, yeah. gotta gram this. Just to hardcore graphic designers. So no one really gave a shit, and then a bunch of extras are walking around the store, and then this guy starts taking photos of them with his, his phone, and you hear the Danon guy go, that guy works for Chobani, get him out of here, get him out of here. <laughs> no way. And it was a Chobani spy. Yes. No way. Shoot on the set. It was like t- <laughs> like like taking pictures to find out what this new product was. Was it John Stamos himself? <laughs> it was. Well, it's funny. This commercial was. This was the first post Stamos Dannon commercial. Oh, he's a Dannon. He's team? a Dannon guy. Okay. But they dropped him because they're going for the because. Men don't give a fuck about Stamos. No. And they need to get men to eat yogurt now. So they got the football man instead. <laughs> That's uh, so dumb. So I like to pretend that I, like, replace John Stamos. And then I audition. So he has a new TV show coming out that Dan Klein is writing for. John Stamos? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I auditioned for the part of his son in it. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and when I was auditioning for it, I was like, uh, hey, guys, you know, if if I get further in this, you know, just don't let Stamos know I'm in this new Dana commercial because you know I feel like that could really fuck up my chances. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said that to the casting people. <laughs> hey guys, did they get it? every time I do it? No, I said it to my age. My oh, agent. okay, okay. I've tried to say jokes like that oh, in stopped. auditions, and yeah, never. I have stopped that. <laughs> yes, they do not. They never have a sense of humor. Yeah. They don't. Do you imagine the people that try to be funny in this? auditions yeah yeah imagine yeah. the quality Me and of comedy Chris. that comes out <laughs> That's, we are the ones every once in a while it works though well, well, I'm sure the rest of the people just do their jobs and read the lines <laughs> yeah but, and they oh. walk in quiet and they don't nervously blurt <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Nate do you want to talk a little bit about your new mashup album I'd love maybe, to uh, maybe we can listen to it a little I'd bit love to okay. so you know Comedy is how I pay my bills, but my real passion is music. Uh, and I recently, I actually recently completed volume two of my new mashup album. Wow. And I guess, you know, it, for those of you who don't know, a mashup is when you take, like, you know, parts of different songs and, like, put them together and make, like, a new song. Right. So, um, is your stereo on? Uh, yes. It is now. Okay. It is now. So here's just a couple tracks off my mashup album, and cool. I hope that the sound reaches from the speakers into the microphone properly. They will, they will. Okay. I will adjust accordingly. So, like, you know this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I've heard this. Yeah. Soundgarden, I think. So, you know, that's one song off the mashup okay. album. That's great. Cool. Is that it? That's uh, a full track? Well, you know, it, it finishes out. You just get the idea. You're just giving us samples. I'm just previewing it. Perfect. So here's another. Okay. Oh, I like that first one. (laughs) So it's another track. It's the first song. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the last one. Um, Do you guys like the show Friends? I I love Friends. Oh, okay. I mashed up the theme song to Friends. Oh. Oh, I like where this is going. Classic. God damn it. God damn it, Nate. God damn it. Uh, let's try another All right, one. The, 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 I'm willing to listen to a fourth track. Okay, hey, anyone here like The Stones? Oh, yeah. I love The Rolling Stones. They're classic. Ah, <laughs> oh, this mm-hmm. is a good one. <laughs> so, you know, that's... Uh... And how many more tracks are on this album? So, this is our 10 tracks. This is volume one. Okay. Week Music volume one. Uh, but I just this week completed Week Music Volume Two. Uh-huh. I would love to play you some tracks off Week Music Volume Two. Just kind of okay. Okay, cool. It's a different album, podcast. right? Different album. Okay, good. Music yeah, two. you're okay. taking mashups in a different direction. Yeah. Okay, cool. great. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! That's that one. Um, <laughs> You know, this is really taking. Uh, oh, love this band. Yeah, Orange County Punk. <laughs> God damn it, Nate. <laughs> and in this one, I took some different directions. I don't, know if, you know, I. Oh, good. If there's any classical fans here, but yeah, Beethoven, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't even a. They weren't even. I feel 
There were okay. there was a gap there. They weren't even mashed together. I mean, well, no, that's the gap that's in. Um, that's the gap that's there. Oh, okay. You used the silence too. He, guys, he was using that silence to okay. draw us in. Are you guys friends of the band The Rentals? <laughs> oh, mm, uh, dude, dude, is that? Sorry, I. Who it? No, let's I don't just think maybe so. we should listen to it. Well, here's the thing: is this one unless you know the, this song by The Rentals? The mashup may not be as impactful. I I only know of the rentals because of one song, so I bet this is it. It's probably that song. Okay. Okay. It's been <laughs> God damn it! Jesus. Uh, now Sorry. Now I have to do one more. I just yeah. One more mashup here. This is the final track on Week Music Volume Two. This okay. Is a ten volume series, by the way. Okay. Great. Oh. Um, there's going to be ten albums of this. Yes. Perfect. So well, this is track 10 I'm on volume to give two. It a, I'm willing to give it a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is old. Bowie, I think. Ground control yeah. to major tongue. Yeah, I like I this. I like it. Oh, my favorite part of this song is coming up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's coming up. Here it is. This is my favorite. It builds up here, and it's my favorite yeah. part. Bowie was a genius. Eight. Oh, Seven. they really do count down to my favorite part. Yeah. Here's my favorite part. God damn it. God damn it. That was right during my favorite part. All right. I'm I mean I like I mean art I like is subjective. You, Nate. I art like is you. subjective. Art is subjective. Um Nate, what are you, what is your plan? Uh, okay. Here we go. This one needs no introduction. Uh, God, all right. I'm I'm starting to get anxiety. I need to describe the devious look on uh, Nate Fernald's face right now. He it looks like an eight year old with a fart machine. I'm a bad boy. Thrilled. He's so thrilled. (laughs) Uh, How long did it take you to make these albums, Nate? Yeah. Um. You know, a little while. It's Mm -hmm. it's hard to say. A little. I I go through a lot of songs before I find like I actually mashed up about 15 or 20 songs before I found the 10 for this volume I see so <laughs> I mash up a lot of them and then I kind of pick so you the you have uh, rejected b-sides that can maybe come out on an 11th album oh I sure do oh that uh, so look. you're gonna have like a peel session situation take yeah, place yeah there's Great. gonna be we'll do a b-sides and rarities the only <laughs> peel session will be me trying to get me off the edge of my seat waiting. Yeah. I don't know that I did that correctly. I got I was okay, there thanks. with you totally. Okay, thanks. Well, thank Nate, you. Um, so people can buy this in stores everywhere? Uh, they could buy the components of it in stores everywhere. <laughs> and then do put it together themselves. But if they would like to hear it entirely, just go to natefernald.com slash weekmusic. Hey! <laughs> and what else is on your website? Um, a link to my Twitter account. Great. For people who don't, you can't approach Twitter in a direct way. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes it's hard to find someone's handle because some investment banker yeah. has your same name somewhere. If and you he can't remember twitter.com slash natefernald, then just go to natefernald.com slash Twitter, Twitter mailing list. <laughs> and there you can sign up for my Twitter mailing list <laughs> where I will email you every time I tweet. <laughs> Uh, this is true, by the way. No. This is true. No. This is true. This is the truth. This is the truth. Oh, my God. Nateferl.com slash Twitter mailing list. <laughs> now, I don't, I don't email you the tweet. I email you letting you know I've tweeted. <laughs> and you got to go to my profile and you got to look at the tweet yourself. So it's up to the, yeah okay yeah that, that's it's just a friendly <sighs> reminder. I give you some backstory about the tweet. How often do you tweet? Uh, <laughs> not as often. Well, here's the thing. Um, I used to only tweet like you know once a week or twice a week, but 
now I've been tweeting a little bit more, and unfortunately, Anonymous hacked my Twitter mailing list. But they're still pretty what? cool, and will send out like an email about my tweets like every now and then, but just not as not every tweet. So, what are you being serious about the anonymous part? Um, <laughs> they they have sent out emails from my Twitter mailing list. I see. Uh, letting them know that it's been hacked, and they're basically demanding that more people fave and RT my tweets before they relinquish oh the mailing list back to me. So they're really taking some political action on your yeah. behalf. I mean. They like my tweets. Okay. But. Yeah, well, that's, that only sounds like a good thing. You're yeah. lucky they're on your side, because they can really do some damage. And oh, then, yeah. They're like those V for Vendetta people, Yeah, right? they are. And, and then, that's, where that's their little yeah. avatar. Karen, do you know about Spider-Man tweet? <laughs> I don't know. Is oh, it, man. Isn't anything like Shrek? Uh, very similar. Okay. Um, so I, I kind of got a, a, a little bit of a backstory here. Um, so my friend Jim Van Blaricum... Mm-hmm. Great guy. He posted an article on his Facebook about how they're rebooting the Spider-Man franchise. Okay. And I left a comment on that on his Facebook. I said, more like Repeater Parker. <laughs> nice. Pretty, I like that. Yeah, it's a good joke. Sure. It is. I... And it got it got a few likes, like, pretty quick, like, pretty fast. So <laughs> I then put it out there on Facebook. I said, hey, if this Facebook comment gets ten likes... I'll turn this joke into its own tweet, you know, to see if people wanted it. Blew past 10 likes pretty quickly. Wow. So we added some stretch goals to the campaign. (laughs) Uh, If the comment could get 20 likes, my friend Zach Broussard was going to retweet it to his 5,000 Facebook, Twitter, Twitter followers. Wow. And then if the comment could get 75 likes on Facebook... Uh, last week, Tonight Writer and co-author of the popular Modern Seinfeld Twitter account would retweet it to his uh, his, his bunch of Twitter followers. Wow. We reached those goals no problem. And <laughs> word about this tweet got around, and I was contacted by Saturday Night Live's Vanessa Bayer. Oh, my God. And she's like this tweet went viral. She said, she said if this Facebook comment can get 100 likes she would also retweet this tweet. So, you know, I did some campaigning on Facebook. Keep in mind, most of this time, Jim's Facebook was private, so people had to friend him <laughs> so that they could like this comment. Um, and we reached to 100. We blew past 100. And then uh, Silicon Valley's Alice Wetterland contacted me. She's like, I love the Spider-Man tweet. I want in. <laughs> if, if, this, if you can get 200 likes on the Facebook comment then she would also retweet it we made it she retweeted it and then kumail anjiani got on no, board no he said if we get to 250 likes on the facebook comment he would retweet it we made it he retweeted it and he also promised that if we get 1000 likes on the facebook comment <laughs> i left on jim van Blaricum's facebook <laughs> then he would get the entire cast of silicon valley to retweet spider-man tweet <gasps> And that's where we're at right now. We're a little over 300. Even Martin Starr? Oh, wow. That's what he said. I mean, it sounds like it might make it on the show. So we're this trying is... to get there. You know, if, so if you guys go to natefernal.com slash Spider-Man tweet, you can. Now, Nate, yeah. are you a viral marketer? Are you an internet expert? It sounds like I'm you just are. someone unbelievable. who takes my passions as far as they can go. And makes them happen, yeah. it seems like. So, you know, Spider-Man tweet has probably been one of my most successful tweets to date. Yeah. Um, and, you know... How does done, the tweet go? Uh, they're relaunching Spider-Man again, more like Repeater Parker. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, you, I, got, you forgot the beginning of the story. Yeah, yeah that I was know, there so was, long. It was kind of a ways back then. I remember more like Repeater. But repeater. to all the <laughs> listeners, I'd really appreciate it if you could maybe go give some likes to this tweet. So remember... A call to action. Yeah. We're uh, hashtag race to a thousand. We're trying to get to a thousand <laughs> likes on this Facebook comment so that we can get more retweets on this tweet. Um, I'd love to help you, but I'm not on Facebook. And if you're listening to Do You Need a Ride on iTunes, go on iTunes and give that tweet a high rating. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. 
So have you gone through iTunes? Have you done any marketing through iTunes? I haven't yet. I was thinking about maybe making a Spider-Man tweet podcast just to keep the fans up to date on what it, what's going on with the tweet. Right. We've yeah. got a Facebook group people can join uh, as a little community. I would go on you to know, people uh, talking about Spider-Man tweet. Squarespace yeah. or something and just make a website for it. Well, I, I had NateFernal.com slash Spider-Man tweet. We've also got a <laughs> merchandise page there. You can buy Spider-Man tweet tees. No. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any coffee mugs? We do. Oh, great. So currently I'm dealing with the legal team right now. Mm-hmm. Cafe Press just pulled all the Spider-Man tweet <laughs> images because uh, they think it's in uh, Marvel Comics copyright violation. Yeah. But it's not. I don't think it is because the, it, it's hashtag Spider-Man tweet, one word, no spaces. It has a different feel. Yeah, I don't and think it's they a have time on that. Maybe you so, could get Sam okay. Raimi on board. Is he in charge of the new... Does he know Alice Wetterland? Uh, he might. Okay. He might. But, you know, we got a lot of, a lot of, a long way to go. There's a lot, it's an uphill battle with Spider-Man tweet, but I think it's gonna... It'll be worth it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be worth it. Well, so. and also, so, uh, with the legal battle that you're in, mm-hmm. is there anything to connecting some kind of GoFundMe, uh, Indiegogo, Kickstarter element so that you don't lose money, uh, while you're trying to get this tweet promoted? I have thought about maybe making an Indiegogo to, if, if I can't get the Spider-Man tweets... Um, the the graphic okayed for mm-hmm. me to make those t-shirts. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of maybe raising some funds to pr- properly license Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> well, so if you I need can... to raise awareness about yeah. those funds, I can help there. It Great. might be... Could it be cheaper to raise funds to sue Marvel? Right. For the rights? Um, that Just actually... lawyer up. Yeah. Hey, Karen? How would you like to be added to Team Spider-Man? Hey, oh, it, have I pitched some great ideas you today, have. or we what? We currently have two producers and I, an intern. I was filled with ideas a second ago. Uh, I've, you know, when my when my place is needed, well, I am available. Chris, I'll say this: um, our intern was just promoted to junior producer, Ooh. so we are looking for an intern. A lot of upward mobility. Is, at that, this is that a project. Un, unpaid position? It, it is unpaid. Uh, that's fine. That's uh, fine. The whole time. Uh, it is unpaid. Okay. But uh, I, that's okay. I can I can just uh, stay afloat with the money I make but, on this podcast. Oh, good but idea. like I said, our <laughs> our last intern was promoted to junior producer. And how quickly did that happen? It was probably about two months. Oh, that's she did not bad. A lot bad. of good work. It's not bad. bad. Spider-Man I'm campaigning for Spider-Man tweet. So there is like it's not just like a dead end internship. There is a future in it. Now with the merch and the mugs, how much revenue have you uh, have you? Um, I have set it to the lowest possible revenue on Cafe Press because um, it's not about the money for me. It's about the tweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel <laughs> That's like cool to hear. Because there's been such a huge, great community of people helping like this thing on Facebook and getting the word of this tweet out there, I don't feel that it's right for me to be profiting a lot off of this tweet because it's... Too many people it's, are these days. I it's feel our like tweet, you know? too many people are tweeting for the wrong reasons. Yeah, these you days. lose your way when the money comes in. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to get caught it's up like in that. Every every dick joke someone fires off, all they're seeing is dollar signs. Yeah. When we reached a hundred likes on the Facebook comment for the tweet, um, I actually said that anyone who had clicked like in the first one hundred, I gave them full permission to tweet Spider-Man tweet themselves oh. and not even have to RT my my tweet but like tweet <laughs> yeah. it on their own that's great so. and people love autonomy yeah, and that kind a, of they really that's ownership for them it's a community project and you know I'd love it if the fans of D&D Need to Write wanted to get involved yeah, it's I, like a co-op I mean the, we you've easily now got about 21 people on the hook that's for great. this right wouldn't you say of, that are currently listening yeah and that just can, gotta be fascinated that can this. put us that can put us over 350 no problem <laughs> that I mean, would be amazing up until now we've been serious but that of course there's more people than 21 <laughs> listening let's just we get very high numbers on this podcast <laughs> that's something I will not joke about <laughs> that's something I will not joke suddenly about. Fairbanks gets deadly serious yeah I'm sorry sorry and also I can get Sam Raimi just no one asked Shit. Tig Notaro used to be Sam Raimi's assistant. Really? So, the end. Hold on. So and I you, used to live Howard Kramer? Her. The end. The end. Um, when, a- you, when you dangled that out there, it mm-hmm. was for a reason. Yeah. I see. No one bit. But right. now I'm just saying, I can get <laughs> Sam Raimi. Got it. I got... I know someone who very close with who will call me back that has him on 
her phone. Damn. Well, this sounds like a great way to kick off your internship. This is. <laughs> this will lock that internship down. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. If you tell, if you promise me to get on that, I'm not even going to interview anyone else for the internship <gasps> position. Really? Yeah. It's a guaranteed free say, internship job. I will. I will make the formal announcement this week that you are the new Spider-Man tweet intern. <laughs> oh, but uh, that feels good. God, and I thought today we were just doing a regular old podcast where nothing comes of it. Yeah, you'd think it was just fun times, but that's not how social media works anymore. Yeah. No, God, I got. I wish I was like you, to where I just had it all dialed. Yeah. Well, we can all aim to be like Nate. Here's the thing. You know, a lot of people make a lot of great tweets, and then they just move on down the feed, and they get lost to history. Spider-Man tweet ain't, ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Spider-Man tweet has been getting consistently RT'd for <laughs> approximately two months. <laughs> so, and and it doesn't it doesn't appear to be slowing down anytime soon. Do you, it only is building. Yeah. I mean, do you have any connections on, because uh, I know Silicon Valley, it's a great show, it's a critically acclaimed show, mm. it's an HBO show, might not have the viewership of a Big Bang Theory or of a um, The Mysteries of Laura. Do you know any people that are on network yeah. that you might be able to connect to? Like a Hugh Laurie vehicle. Not network, but I am about two degrees connected to Zac Efron. What? Or, sorry, Chuck Laurie. Zach Efron. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, first, right now, my priority is getting this tweet, getting this Facebook post to a thousand likes so we can get some more solid RTs on this thing. Mm -hmm. And then once we do that, I might start exploring those connections and seeing if we can get Efron on the line. Okay. The only thing, if I was able to meet him, and it sounds like we're uh, on the right path to that, I'm going to say, hey, you maybe are getting too ripped. Uh, You don't want to see someone like Zach. He's still a kid to me pulling a Joe Piscopo and getting uh, distractingly muscular to well, take away from his comedy. He's got, yeah, that he's is true. He's one of the better comedic actors and he's getting ripped. It's Have true. you noticed that? Yeah, he's getting, he's getting pretty rock hard up there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, but not down there. I've seen his legs are like, hey, someone's skipping a gym day. <laughs> but his upper, his up, upper, yeah, it's very muscular. Uh, just one more idea. That asshole needs a muffler. Sorry. Um, what about Tyrese, who seems to... The actor slash model? Isn't he the one that's on Twitter and has tons of followers and follows everybody? Oh, oh. no, that's Tay Diggs. Oh, Tay Diggs. Yeah. Um, another racist moment with Karen Kildare. Yeah, Kildera. yeah. It's conf- it, that, that is only chalked up to racism. I mean, but there's the letters T and Y in both names. And they have like, similar faces. Is that guy who follows her from right. Twitter, what, MLK or something? <laughs> <laughs> Akeem Olajuwon? It, he's either... Akeem Olajuwon! Uh... <laughs> oh, man, if my arm twisted that way, we would be high-fiving. <laughs> Houston Rockets, number 34. Well, I apologize to everybody that's not bright white like me. <laughs> You know, Karen, you've worked in the TV industry a long time. You think you get any um, any connections you might be interested in getting involved in Spider-Man Tweet? I mean... It'd be great for their image. I count pretty much every staff member at the Ellen DeGeneres show as my deep enemy. So we've got those connections, okay. <laughs> which can sometimes be more powerful than uh, positive ones. Um, you think Spider-Man Tweet could repair those bridges? I mean, here's the thing. they On that show, they work in... They love social media. They utilize social media. They use it as their own content for free. Um, you know, it seems to be right up their alley. It's so. funny that you bring up Ellen because Ellen DeGeneres currently holds the record for most RT tweet. Really? Yeah. Yep. From the Oscars? From the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, that photo. So you're, So is your aim perhaps to beat that record? I would love if Spider-Man tweet could could get RT'd more times. Boy, the only way you could do it is get everyone in that photo involved. How many times did did that tweet get RT'd? Ellen's Oscar tweet. I, I, I have no idea. You I actually either. came with the information. Yeah, you're Let's the see. one that's you're spouting the one that, all this bullshit, yeah, you're so the one you can't fun. then turn around and ask us questions about it. Um, Karen, I feel like maybe you got a little I don't like that you called it bullshit, Karen. Yeah, yeah, it seemed... Uh, I was surprised by it, Nate. I'm not sure when this sketch is going to end, but... Um, Info. I thought I was playing my part as the bitch. No, Karen, I need to know that everything I've said about Spider-Man 2 is 100% true. (laughs) Not any of it is untrue? I literally have two producers and an intern. No! Neat! I don't... Your comedy is so new. It's so of the now in the way that it's real. 
<laughs> and twenty four seven. It's like um, living theater. Yeah, I'm, I think I know that after today, I'm going to reapproach the way I do it. Uh, tweeting, comedy, well, and tweeting. I mean, now you're interning. I'm serious about <laughs> announcing you as um, as new intern for Spider Man tweet. Well, tell me what I need to do. I'll 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 I'll, I'll start with retweeting. Okay, we're back. Uh, ran out of power there. We were talking about Ellen DeGeneres and the batteries t- uh, went tits up. How many uh, retweets did her Oscar? So Ellen's Oscars tweet, which currently holds a record for most RTs, has 3.34 million RTs. Shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 3 million 34. Uh, I think Spider-Man tweet can... That is the population of Montana and Wyoming combined. I don't even think I've gotten that many RTs on all my T's combined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm sorry to be presumptuous, but I, I guarantee you have it. Yeah, that's a. That's See easy. now I've attacked Nate. That's a, something we've done on the podcast. I like get, it. I don't mind it at oh, all. Am I like the first guest who's been attacked? No, no. no. This is something we do at the 45 minute mark. We start. <laughs> our our self esteem gets challenged. We worry about the future of the podcast yeah. right at the 45-minute mark, and then we lash out. Or, d- or the batteries just die. Yeah. You know what, guys? Oh, oh, oh. Oh. What was that? I oh, thought that just... dog was just walking yeah. into the street, well, which it was. Contro- curb your animal. Yeah, let... Did you guys... What is... I've, I've been confused by those signs that say curb your pet. It means... Well, it makes me think I, of American History X. I have been, too. <laughs> Curb stomp your pet. And yeah. literally yesterday, I think I figured it out. It means pick up your dog shit. Well, but... Oh. Is no, that what it, it doesn't. It doesn't. And that's what everyone thinks. Oh. Yeah, like, have your dog near yeah, the curb. Yeah, who's the dickhead now, Karen? Yeah. I, I'm 100% always the it's, dickhead. It's There's curb, no question. Curb, as in, like, curb your enthusiasm. Keep it at a minimum. The excitement level of no. your pet. No. What? Curb oh, your pet. Do not have them bark. Do not have them uh, in a frenzy. Let's curb them. No, oh, that's not what I... Here's what I thought. <laughs> okay. And again, I don't know if this is true. This is just all conjecture. I hope we're all dickheads at the I, end of the story. Know, I know what I have said to be true, but right. I will hear you out. So, this is what I think. And then, listeners, you know, if you know the answer, uh, click like on Spider-Man tweet and then tweet at us. <laughs> yeah, and that'll be a good way of letting us know specifically who... Who you believe. Uh, please email the intern and let them know what your vote is. And that is me. Um, so I think, I mean, because I saw someone with a, like, string around their lawn and then a sign on the string on the lawn that said, please curb your dog. And I took it to mean, don't let your dog go to the bathroom on our lawn. Have it go to the bathroom on the curb. Like, like the, the actual the cement edge? Or, or like the grass. See, the grass. I mean, if there. you stop and think about what you've said and, 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 and put, it, you know, put it up against the logic of what I've said, mm-hmm. I, I just ask you for a minute, uh, who, who in the world would ask a dog to poop on the edge of a curb, specifically poop on the curb? I think it's more saying, don't have your dog poop on my lawn. If And and I oftentimes, I don't pull rank on people. I'm not someone that's confident. <laughs> I didn't do that well in school, but I am right. It is curb in the usage of the show, curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> it is it is keep it, keep it at a minimum. And I would just like to say <laughs> that upon hearing both of your uh, definitions, I know for a fact I'm right. Uh, well, and this is going to be a delicious reveal. Wait, wait, wait. Can I, before you make your big reveal, can I put one more, one more point towards mine? Okay. Okay. Uh, Because I, I thought the phrase curb your enthusiasm came from the phrase curb your dog. (laughs) Well, it's the very first episode, actually, which they didn't air because it was the pilot. um, Edward Norton curbs... A Nazi. Uh, I forget. I, hey, I think it's a good thing that I don't remember the plot of that hateful movie. It's probably for the best. Well, so I interpreted Kirby enthusiasm to mean like, hey, your enthusiasm 
get it out of here. Bring it, cl- bring it over to the street. Yeah. Put it oh on the God. street. I don't want it. Yeah. We don't need your excitement in our lawn. And I... that is what curb your dog means. Mm-mm. It's really not. Okay. So all Karen... we have to, I'm going to Google it. Do it. Do you want me to do it during the pod? Yes. I'm so impatient. I am no, too. Wanting to know I want right. to know who the winner is. What does curb your dog mean? I'm going to use voice command. Now I know Chris okay. just put the brakes on me pretty hard. Okay. And here we go. But now I think me and him are on the go. same team. Okay, here we go. Of course he's kissing here your ass. Go. He wants that internship. He's got the internship. What does curb your dog mean? Question mark. Hurry. What does curb your dog mean, Siri? The the term curb your dog, it's coming up on Urban Dictionary, a very valid source. What? (laughs) Curb your dog. The term curb your dog basically has two meanings. Oh, shit. No, don't use Urban Uh Dictionary. One meaning is to keep your dog under control and out of trouble, i.e. keep your dog leashed or confined to your property as to keep others from causing trouble for others. It means to... Okay. It means to pick up your dog's poo when they're out of property. Curb, it, the main meaning is keep your dog under control. Okay, I, I demand Curb a second his source. Excitement. Urban yeah. Dictionary does not count. Oh, really? That's a 13-year-old but, boy but the, in the, Jersey. The, 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 the frivolous, <laughs> fleeting thoughts that are diarrheaing <laughs> out of your untrained brains. It beats a, a valid website that gets very many lists. I'm sorry I I'm used, yelling. I used to write for a trivia game years ago, and we were not allowed to cite Urban Dictionary. No. As what about Answers.com? Yes, Answers. That's fine. Oh, that's more valid? No, but... Well, get ready to be double egg in your face. What about some kind of... Double egg in your face! But Merriam-Webster, someone that we've heard of. Oh, yes. uh, uh, Merriam-Webster, a fictitious made-up person (laughs) who is no random house. All right, I'm at answers.com, which has the same setup. I think it's the same people. Yeah, they're they're definitely under the same parent company. What does curb your dog mean? These signs are often seen around cities or public areas. Mm-hmm. Curb your dog means that owners must keep their dogs from soiling buildings, sidewalks, and parks and walkways. Hi. Well, hi what? Hi, it's I am Wynn. No, what? Dog owners in urban areas should refrain from letting their dogs go to a bathroom in the middle of the sidewalk or urinating on the... Well, it's not saying the actual curb meaning. Oh, I'm starting that to give up. It means pick up your shit. Yeah, but that mean it doesn't mean put the shit on the curb. It has nothing to do with a physical curb. That's all I'm saying. You said it meant to keep your dog calm. Yeah, which means which don't is, let him the shit to everywhere. That is like no, a, no, no, no. You you didn't have shit in your definition. What does curb your don't dog on try a to sign come over mean? Onto my thing. Yahoo Answers. <laughs> we just keep bringing up different <laughs> definitions. Okay. Okay, I should say specifically. Oh no, our guest went to sleep. He's in the back sleeping <laughs> like a baby. I think he's pouting. No, he's <laughs> just upset. What's what's the matter now? What is it, Nate? When you get mad, do you talk about yourself being mad in the third person? <laughs> he's so upset. Nate is ex- upset. Baby sad. <laughs> um, no, it sounds like of the multiple definitions of curb, I mine wasn't even anywhere near any of them. Right. Well, at That's least we sure. have one person admitting but the weird that they're thing, wrong. <laughs> the weird thing is I'm still positive my right. <laughs> Isn't this so like life? This is how everything goes. That's how I was in math class, too. I would I refused to believe all of that. And I wasn't replacing it with any knowledge. I just refused to believe in it. I feel like I'm all, often wrong 50% of the time. And I'm always totally shocked. I can't believe it. When I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I about. wish I had your unshakable, unwarranted confidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, in, infinity. More like take that long to turn right uh, rather than infinity the car. I'm often correct, <laughs> but I never said the thing that I thought to be correct out loud. So I'm like only correct to me. Like in my head, right. I used to be like, yeah, I knew that. Can That's... I tell you one of the best things Nate Fernald did when we were working on the Pete Holmes show together? Yes. Is Pete Holmes would often uh, like to lecture people about eating healthy food and making the right choices. So someone, and it could have been me, I don't know if it was you, there was an empty package of Reese's sticks 
next to you on the couch. (laughs) And Pete started talking about who's eating that and blah, blah, blah. I think I was the one that ate it because I was immediately just silent. I was just like, I'm not admitting to anything. We just drove by Honey Boo Boo's mom. But please don't stop with your story. Oh, don't stop? Don't. Okay. Okay, sorry. Uh, So he he started saying, you don't even know what's in that. You know, that's so crazy. Why would you eat that? You don't even know what's in it. And (laughs) And Nate goes... Oh, because we all got them at the store. That's why. Yes. So Pete picked up a wrapper that was near him and goes, you don't even know what's in this and you're eating it. And Nate goes, uh, I don't know, dextrose. And then Pete, Pete goes, you can't name five things. And Nate was naming, he was naming every single ingredient on this crazy oh, candy great. that was all chemicals. And he was blowing Pete's mind. And I looked down, like I was sitting there. I thought you honestly, the way you were playing it, it was like you were off the top of your head, like, uh, Riboflavin or whatever, whatever the <laughs> oh, thing and was. I even like, I even purposely mixed up, like didn't get some in the right order. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. next oh, one's you, either yellow number five. You or had another one in your lap and yeah. you were, yes, oh, it was just so right funny. next to him on the couch. So <laughs> he didn't pick it up or anything. He was just looking down and peeking at the ingredients. <laughs> and it went on for a really long time oh, before great. anyone got on. It was so funny. Oh, that's great. That was a good one. Well, that's... do you remember the jelly bean trick? Is that where you guess how many are in a big jar and you win a bike? <laughs> that's yeah. the only jelly bean I trick won the I bike. know. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that was uh, Joe DeRosa thought he was going to prank everybody by, by giving them Bots beans, those the Harry Potter jelly beans that are terrible flavors like barf and or, oh really right, Ter- right? yeah, Wasn't that yeah just like puke and boogers oh and... no and they really taste like that yeah they apparently taste they really taste like that oh, that's fucking disgusting but, I hate it wait is it because he told you what he was gonna do no, so Joe had a box and Joe got me with it he was like dude you gotta try one of these jelly beans and he gave me one I ate it and it was horrible and I was like <laughs> what flavor did you get uh diarrhea or so I don't remember oh, it was terrible oh that's <laughs> the worst one to get <laughs> it's and terrible then, I was upset. I was like, I trusted you. I ingested something into my body that you gave to me, and I trusted you as a friend, and <laughs> you betrayed that trust. And I was very upset with him. So I went out and bought a bag of regular jelly beans, and when he wasn't looking, I dumped out his fake ones and filled the box with regular ones. <laughs> so he kept trying to go prank people with these prank jelly beans. He'd be like, hey, man, you got to try these new jelly beans. Like, here, have one. And people are like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, big... it's pretty good. They'd be yeah. like, uh, have another one. Have another one. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept like digging through the box trying to find the gross, oh. the weirdest looking one. Be like, hey, yeah, try this one. This one's the best. Try I one. love disarming someone's it prank. It was so funny. Because I'm not a pranker and I, I, the, I, I, that's not my kind oh, of. I hate pranks. I, I don't like so pranks rude. either. Yeah, it's yeah, the worst. Terrible. Hey, get it? I lied and you believed I me because yeah. you were raised right. Like, my all time least favorite prank is there's this, some one of those like prank shows. There was this old lady walking around, and, like, she dropped something out of her purse, and then when someone went to pick it up for her, they got zapped. And I was like, oh, you just punished terrible. a person for helping an old woman. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the worst that's kind. That's Horrible. <laughs> yeah, there was an- yeah, another one that I saw where someone had a baby carriage, and they'd ask for directions, and the baby carriage would go in the ocean, and people freaked out and got emotional and wanted to jump in the water, and then he'd go, ha it's an empty baby carriage. <laughs> Yeah. And I wanted to leap into the TV. <laughs> there was that show, uh, it was like bloopers and practical jokes or whatever that was on in the 80s. And, uh, I love bloopers. Right? I, I do love bloopers, too. They're yeah. hilarious. You, I could watch them all day. But um, they had one. They would show uh, practical joke shows from around the world. And there was one, all the ones in South America were so intense and crazy. There was one where a guy would run up on a busy corner where there was like it would look like a New York City street corner of all these people waiting across the street he would run up and put down a a, a briefcase and then run away and everyone would just start screaming and running in every direction and it was like that's terrorism you can't just do that to people but apparently it was fine fine down there it's I'm I I look for on the internet it's very specific uh, videos that I look for after bum fights I look for the (laughs) The pranks that go wrong because someone says, oh, really? You just put a piece of ham on my shoulder, patted me on the back, and now there's ham on there? And they punch them. Uh, they punch the prank. Because right. prank people forget that there's lunatics out there that will just fight you. Yes. That's the one thing. Like, And, and they uh, deserve to be fought if they're going to walk And maybe I and... can relate more to those people that lash out in anger. Cause that's I just hate vine I... pranks. Ugh. <laughs> that's the worst thing. Because you have to see them over and over Vine and over. is already 
the worst thing that happened to the internet. Like, <laughs> but now there's also people on Vine who just make Vines of them pranking people. I like Vines that are animation. Yeah, those are cool. Like, yeah, like actual those. the actual like art on Vine is great. Yeah, like stop motion but, stuff. Yeah. Oh man, sometimes if I just want to like be upset for a little while, <laughs> I go to Vine and I click the "What's Hot in Comedy" tag. Uh. And oh my god, it is just Oh no. Ugh. Yeah, what what is hot in Vine comedy is not in what's yeah. hot in the real world. I actually I wanna like write an article about this, but there's basically like four vines that people are doing. There's basically uh something boring happening and then all of a sudden cut to a dance song playing. Ugh. And then there's someone kind of complaining about something complain about this and then all of a sudden they're like bitch you know I'll kill like they just like get really loud at the last second yeah 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 Uh that was kind of vines and then there's a vine that's just someone like making a face and then underneath (laughs) it it says this is me when I'm watching yeah whatever and there's what was the fourth one? There's one the, more I don't. The, this could be us, but you'd be playing or something. Yeah. I don't like those. It's, there's another one where it's like someone gets upset or runs, or it's a kid like pushing another kid in a playground, and then it freezes and it says "Thug Life" and it yep. will play some gangster it's just rap the song. Same. There's like this the same four things being done over and over and over. And again. it might be out of jealousy, but I get offended by all these billboards now that have YouTube famous people. Oh, I know. Where it's just some girl with a with a scarf or something holding a dog and it says Susie Johnson one million fans and there's a billboard of it advertising to go see her video vlog yeah video vlog which is kind of like saying ATM machine or salsa sauce (laughs) (laughs) salsa sauce oh we are uh, we are Donut uh, snacks. Are we, we are on gonna, the verge? We are on the verge of running okay. out of power. So let's I think end this thing. I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. Let's let's spank this baby and put a <laughs> fork in its ass. Nate, you're moving away back to New York, aren't you? I am on Wednesday. We're going to miss you very much. I yeah, I wish that uh, you lived here and that we were friends. I'll be honest, guys. <laughs> I think I might be happier in L.A. than New York. Yay. i got to do some serious soul oh, searching really? and figure Search that, that out. soul. Um, and you haven't even gone to like the wilderness areas around here. Oh, I have. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's um, the best. I went swimming with otters. Oh. See, and when you, how can, you can't do yeah. that in New York. Yeah, you can't. You can swim with slush when you fall off your bike. And you can... <laughs> there are another better example. And you can... You can pee on a rat. And you can... <laughs> and you can puke on okay. a fish. And you Wait. can drink till four in the morning, sometimes six. Okay, now I'm moving to New York. I know, I gotta get out of this goddamn town. <laughs> I don't want to piss on rats at 4 a.m. <laughs> Uh, um, do you been, have anything to plug? Yeah. What uh, you... Spider-Man tweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of yeah, course. Uh, did and that. then uh, my my comedy duo, Team Submarine, we have two albums out. Uh, check them out. I've heard nice. of Team Submarine. They're, they're, Very funny. You can get them wherever al- albums are on the internet. But if you go to our website, teamsubmarine.net, uh, and buy the physical CD, that's the best deal. Awesome. So do that. I, I got boxes of them. I got to get them out. And uh, <laughs> go to iTunes and give us a high rating as far as this podcast goes. Uh, this has been a terrific episode. I'm glad the last one's lost. I'm <laughs> glad, although, I mean, male butt waxing gone forever. Yeah. So sad. Well, Unless, what are you guys doing tonight? Uh, yeah. Freeze frame. It's been one week. To go on the uh, you've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. A-R.